Hi everyone! I would like to kindly remind you that Sisters Growth is a community of girls and women who freely express themselves fully and whole. This is a judge-free community. You may hear us cry, get loud, curse, or even get freaky. We welcome everybody to listen to our podcast, join our events, and simply grow with us. We are a sisterhood and we don't bring any gender down. This place is safe to share your story, seek advice, and connect with others. So please follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will love to have you connect with us and join our tribe. With that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. situation that is currently happening all around the world, Sister Scrolls wants to focus on Black Lives Matter and we're gonna tell our point of view and things that we have gone through that are about this situation. Okay, so I guess I'll start first. Um, for anybody that's listening, uh, we're one, two, three, four, five, six. we're six it's six of us talking. Um, do you guys want to say your names? That way we, we can get familiar to who's talking. Yeah. I'm Jasmine. I'm Bree. I'm Olga. I'm Daniela. I'm, I'm Sulema. Okay, so it is six of us? No, right, it's five. It's five. It's five of us talking, and I just want to share my experiences with you ladies and anybody that's listening that um, well, I am Hispanic and. I was dating a black guy uh, a little over two years ago. We we almost reached the two year mark, so we were we were in a long relationship. And looking at everybody's you know post and everything that's going on with with Black Lives Matter, like I can relate to some of it because I would remember going to the stores or going to anywhere, and this is like the bare minimum, you know, of negativity that I get um, compared to an actual black person but whenever I would go to stores or whenever I would show up somewhere certain people would always look at me or him like wrong like we don't even know these people you know like and I never really paid attention to them it was always him he would be like did you see those people staring at us and I'm like no and it's because I, everywhere I would show up, I would show up, you know, proud and and not because he was black, but because he was my man. You know, I didn't mind going here and there, and you know, you're my you're my partner. And he would be the one noticing, like, did you see that cu- that couple look at us, or did you see those old people look at us? And I'm like, no, and and I would be confused as to why people would look at us weird. And then he pointed out that it's because he's black and I'm Hispanic. And that's, that was like a turning point for me. Like a, you know, I'm over here thinking, you know, everything's cool or whatever, but there's a lot of people out there that that don't um, appreciate that. Don't appreciate Mm -hmm. interracial couples. And one of them is being my dad, even though he would say he's not racist and I'm afraid to, I'm embarrassed to admit because I have, you know, a platform that shares love and positivity and and it was such a struggle being with my partner 
because of my dad and he he wouldn't accept the fact that I was dating a black man and I think just going through all those struggles and you know experiencing all of the negativity made me realize how truly like you know people look down on on someone just because of their skin color and that sucks you know that's hard and so yeah i just want to i want to spread love and light to everybody all of my black friends they know i hold it down for them um i don't whenever i see someone i don't i don't judge a book by its color or its cover <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um and then you know when we start getting into you know titles or you know people are divided by certain things or certain thoughts or certain opinions that's whenever um you start seeing the the imbalance or the, the true negativity that people have towards a certain race um and i just wanted to share that you know with with everybody that it just goes to show like how many people are uncomfortable with the idea you know like i it's like times like this where you know like i i didn't grow up around that like i was actually blessed to be in such a to grow up in such a diverse community you know like i grew up in a leaf where we we got everything we we got everything and man like i was blessed in times like this like how brie is saying like what she experienced there i know a lot of people like a lot of people always tell me they're like oh yeah like um i didn't have that many people of this color in my class or of this mm -hmm. color this and i'm like what like are you serious like this is all i was surrounded by you mm -hmm. know like and it it's so shocking really like how many like if you're in a leaf like there's so many areas around us just around us like nearby us that aren't as diverse as as us mm -hmm. and times like this it really it really really shows you know like when i went to the protest i saw all my people there mm -hmm. i heard everyone everyone was like swat swat and i was like hey gang <laughs> you know like and i'm you know like i'm very proud from where i come from and you know like not it, it does suck to know that i have friends that like that experience this you know like to know that there's so many people many people out there that aren't comfortable with the idea you know because they didn't grow up like that they weren't as blessed as i was that mm -hmm. if they weren't raised you know like they just weren't taught to love one another mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it yeah. just ah you know like i'm i'm really sorry you had to go through that brie i remember that mm -hmm. like, i remember mm -hmm. you used to constantly tell me and it, yeah, it just really sucks. Like I, I was just blessed to have not gone through that. I was, I would always talk to any guy, you know. Like I did an Asian, yeah. I did, you know. Like it just. But yeah, I don't see race, and I honestly feel like, I mean, this is the the, the truth, you know. Like black is beautiful, bro. Like the top most Hell yeah. beautiful women or men are black and. Black is powerful and and black people are so nice. Uh, their families 
And I think it just starts at, everything starts at home. Um, even though it was really hard for my dad to accept us, my mom was very loving and accepting. And I think, you know, it, it sucks that people like you, you grew up with surrounding by a lot of different people and I grew up in the ghetto. <laughs> no, yeah, no, girl, nah, I'm in the hood too. But it's just, we were, we were just diverse di too. such diverse. Yeah, because before, because it's like, like you said, it does start, it does all start at home, mm -hmm. but also at school because at school, like I was, spend more than half of my day there, you know, mm -hmm. because at home, like unfortunately like me and my sister we both went to the same uh district mm -hmm. but when my me and my sister were almost eight years apart so when my sister went to a leaf it was actually nothing but a lot of people that checked the other box let's just say that you know mm -hmm. they it was a lot of them i don't know what happened that slowly when it got to my generation like it just became really diverse but i me and my sister were complete polar opposites you know like i'm actually still to this day like i'm trying to educate my own family mm -hmm. trying to make sure that they that they're on the same point as me because mm -hmm. my sister like i said complete polar opposite of me she we both have very very different opinions about this like she's married to a white cop <laughs> you know so we're both very complete <laughs> polar opposites so it's like my mom has like one daughter you know that's married that she has a son-in-law that's a white cop and then there's me that's like going to all these protests and i'm like yeah black lives matter you know what i mean but yeah like it, it does all start at home but unfortunately not all of us like it, it's we're raised us. like that yeah like i definitely feel like I was raised more by my community than mm -hmm. I was at home because uh -huh. I was able to differentiate uh -huh. like you know I hate to say like right and wrong but in this case like yeah you know truly like uh -huh. right and wrong like love or hate uh -huh. really but it is and I was just like I said I was just blessed to during the time yeah, when I was I, in school it was diverse I think I've had a different childhood just because I was born in uh, Mexico and um, I moved here when I was four. So I'm not gonna lie, yes, it was strange seeing different people just because where I was raised in Monterrey, Nuevo Leon, there's only us, like you don't see any other person, like you don't see Asians, you don't see blacks, you don't see whites, you don't see none of that. It's only browns and and like, you know, Mexicans that are white complected. So when I came here, um, you know, it was very different for me, but I never like questioned it or I never had um, like a certain stereotype or a certain like, oh, this person is that, uh, uh, you know, steals and, and robs and all this stuff because mm -hmm. of a certain color. I was just like, oh, this is new, you know, but in general, I was just trying to, you know, adapt to a new environment. But, you know, I, I know we see a lot of videos of little kids, you know, like a, a white kid and a, and a black kid. And they're like running to each other and they hug each other. And I love videos like that because you can see that, you know, little kids don't know hate. Little kids don't know um, 
that they're different from someone because of color mm. you know at the end of the day we're all the same you know we're all we're all gonna die go six feet underground and i do understand that when people immigrate or when they migrate to their country how it can be something new and different to seeing you know different people from them but it doesn't mean that you have to be mean that you want to kill someone because they're black or brown or whatever so for me being a little kid i didn't know um you know what any of anything well like i you know i didn't know the history of slavery i didn't i didn't know anything but i you know my neighbor he was black so and it was a black family and we would always play with each other and you know sometimes my family would be iffy just because you know like i said there there are stereotypes and my family believes that like black people are like violent because you know what they see in the news because media does portray black people as criminals you know they are the majority of the population that is incarcerated um but i, I do believe that my family has changed over the years since i was young because in my family now this generation started to be very diverse you know my cousin she's you know um has a asian boyfriend he's a philippine and my other cousin uh has a baby with a black man so now they have a mixed baby she's mexican and black and um and now the fact that You know there's someone in my family that's black and you know I have a little you know niece that's that's also black you know that you know it kind of just affects you a little bit more because you know she's not even one yet and it's just kind of you know scary to know the kind of hate that she might have because you know mixed babies don't necessarily like they, I know I heard stories that they feel kind of lost they don't really get mm-hmm. to relate to being black because they're like no but you're mexican too but then they can't relate to the mexicans because oh no you're black too mm-hmm. so it's kind of like okay where do i belong mm-hmm. and not only that um, i know a show probably you know just see a lot of hate because her you know, dad is black and um my other cousin which two sisters so one married a black and the other one married a hispanic but he's very white conflicted So he almost looks white like even my family thought he was white and they asked my cousin like why'd you marry a white guy um, but just the fact that the little two cousins you know one's black and the other one's like white conflicted I'm pretty sure they're gonna be questioned and they're gonna be like are y'all really cousins you know for the simple fact of that their color is not the same mm-hmm. so, yeah I'm just I feel very sad especially towards Um, the younger generation which are kids because I feel like we us you know the Gen Z uh, millen- uh, people we have to make a change so little kids you know won't have to go through what we're going through right now mm-hmm. no yeah and that's a big part of why this whole movement is happening it's like whether or not if we don't see the results now we need to still keep going so like the future generations can see results like it just because yeah. if not this is just going to keep on going and going mm-hmm. and going and that's what like i'm trying to explain to my family you know like 
I, I keep telling him, I was like, I need you to be on the same page as me. Mm -hmm. I need you to see where where I'm coming from because I can see where they're coming from. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I see their suffering. Like, this isn't this isn't about us. Like, this is yeah. about them. Yeah. And as a human, it should come natural to help another human. Exactly, yeah. Like, everyone should be angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? I. Everyone should be. Everyone should have a fire in them to want to help out to want to do something you know mm. so how do you guys feel okay since we're all hispanic how do you guys feel about other people in our race that have been posting about um all lives matter or i'm not sure if you guys have seen um that meme where they it was like the kids that were locked up like kids mm -hmm. of our race mm -hmm. like immigrants that were locked up and a lot of people were like captioning it saying okay but what about us mm -hmm. you know how how what, what do you guys what's your thoughts on that man that i think i don't know i feel so like ashamed of my like of my people doing that like why are you guys doing that like one of the main things that I've learned that helps to support like our black friends is to like we have to realize that we have to decentralize ourselves so that means that this isn't about us you know um so like for example at work we were like talking about like our feelings and all that and and we know we, we know like okay like when we're gonna decentralize ourselves that means like don't make it about you but you do little things that do that like without even noticing like sometimes um like one of our black co-workers will share how they feel and then go buttering you like oh yeah like you know my parents like got deported and blah blah which you know is also sad but like we're not talking about that right now you know you have to decentralize yourself now you're making i feel like it's like this battle of oppression like well whose life is harder like my life is harder like no my life is harder oh well like you know we have immigration like oh well we have slavery oh well we have like and it's not it shouldn't be like that like yes like both situations suck but it's not the time right now to like make it about you because you it's, it's causing more so division like, yeah yeah it's causing more of a divide where it should be united like you know like yes like immigration is super important like you know i sucks they really do black life modern matter is also super important and when people say black lives matter they're not saying like they're not saying your life doesn't matter they're not saying immigration doesn't matter they're not saying that at all you know yeah. mm -hmm. it's like like you know abolish ice they're not like well what about uh, you know, mm -hmm. know. So, yeah. no yeah i personally feel like when i saw I saw a lot of people of of our own race posting that a lot. It was very hurtful to to see that, and I personally felt like everyone was being a hypocrite at that point. You know, it's like how can you say that? You know, like how can how can you post something like this? and not put yourself in the other person's shoes like when this is happening to us you know like when because i mean it still is happening now but you know like there was a certain point where we were like all over social media you know like about immigration about ice you know it's the same thing 
what if everyone else was like okay what about our lives you know like mm-hmm. what about our like what yeah. like you know people of color what if they're like what about slavery like we went through this you know it's the same thing they could have said the same thing mm-hmm. so yeah. i just feel like i feel like that that just belittles that person's movement that person you know like their movement yeah. their experiences like for example Sulema was a car was in a car crash and i'm not gonna be like okay well i feel sick too aren't you gonna visit me you know yeah like, yeah that's, yeah that's, and that's, what, that's, kind of, that's so dumb it's like what? <laughs> like Mm-hmm. Another thing, yeah. from my point of view, I feel like there's a time for everything, and at the moment we need to stay focused. And the time right now is, you know, the Black <laughs> Lives, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter movement, and you know how Jasmine has said that sometimes we're being a bit hypocritical, and I definitely agree because there's a lot of, you know. Us, I feel like us as Hispanics, sometimes we fail at speaking up and we Mm -hmm. fail at um, standing up for our brothers and sisters um, for whatever reason it may be, for fear or whatever. Like The movement that BLM has created has such a big momentum because they have supported their own, you know, ethical group. And with that, they've inspired all of us their additional brothers and sisters to you know join and speak up and us as hispanics we need to do the same and instead of posting um during a time like this and trying to make it about us we need to take a step back pause and support our brothers and sisters and realize that our time will come and you know just do it with the faith that when our time comes make sure that we speak up as well and then, you know, hopefully our brothers and sisters of other ethnic groups can support our movement as well. But we can't sit here and complain or make ourselves victims when we as a community um, have failed to speak up for ourselves when it matters, you know? Yes. No, yeah, I completely agree. I um, I was scrolling through and my friends, again, someone from Ailey, um, Hispanic as well. Uh, she posted on her Facebook. She reposted that photo I was talking about. About the one saying, uh, what about us, you know? Uh, she posted and she captioned it saying, like, we weren't angry enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Which was very, yeah. very, that's just the honest, brutal truth. Mm-hmm. We were not angry enough, you know? We like, passive. Yeah, like, we, we didn't speak out like this, you know? Mm-hmm. But if we get together and... If, you know, like, if this succeeds, which it already has been, but, you know, like, there's more, there's more fire, there's more push, you know, but if we, you know, get through this, imagine, like, everything else, you know what I mean? Like, it's limitless, yeah. This is just the beginning, and, like, we have to remember that, like, we are all one, you know, at the end of the day, whether we see it or not, or whether we fail to believe it or not, we are all one, and we need to push through to continue this momentum so that we can, um, so that we can win this battle and then be able to, you know, with that same big momentum, be able to win another battle, which is the battle of us, but, you know, I feel like, like I said, there's always a time for everything, and at the moment it's not the time to be speaking out about those things yeah 
and I'm not saying don't help or don't do anything about it. Of course, you know, like if you have the resources or if you're able to help or do something behind closed doors, go ahead by all means. But, you know, I feel like right now we should channel all of our energy into this one movement. Another thing that you can do is like, and it's so simple, but I don't know why it's so hard for some people. It's like, just like, just listen, you know? Um, like whenever, especially if you have like black coworkers or if you're in a sport and you have like black teammates or anything like that, like it's not the time for you to, like I know you want to let them know that you care, but it's not the time for you to be like, oh my gosh, like this sucks and then I feel so sad and this and that because like I said, now you're unintentionally, you're making it about you now mm. and not about like them and like you think you feel bad like this is what they go through every day you can turn off social media you can turn off the tv but they live through this every single day and so you shouldn't have to put that burden on them with like okay well now they have to care about your feelings like mm -hmm. you know like just literally don't say anything like just listen if they're not ready to talk to you about it then like you don't have to you know start the conversation especially start the conversation with like how you feel you know yeah. even though it's a like, good intention it's yeah, honestly, okay, I don't, you know, as a friend, like, I don't even bring it up. Like, we all know what's going on in the world, and if mm -hmm. we feel like talking about it, they'll bring it up, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, like, bring it up with, like, your white friends, you know? But your black friends know what's going on, because it's, yeah. you know, it's happening to them. Um, yeah, I was very angry at the Hispanics that were posting about All Lives Matter. Because, like y'all said, you know, it's not about us right now, and we weren't angry enough about our cause. And we're still not angry enough about Black Lives Matter because, you know, there's been five people, five black men that have hung themselves, and now they have said that it's suicide. You know, I live close to the Northside area, and there was someone that was hung, a black man, by 610 and Ella. And, you know, that's called lynching. Like, that is illegal. Like, it is not necessary for all black men to say, if I ever appear dead, I, I did not commit a suicide. Like, there's no reason for them to do that. But, you know, with everything going on, it seems like they do, because if not, they will just make it seem like it was suicide. And, you know, we're, you know, we're still marching, we're still protesting, we're still, you know talking about it and yet you know negative things are still happening you know like the murder of george floyd uh you know he's not in prison anymore and yes it is upsetting but at the same time we can't let that get to ourselves because even though the murder um, didn't get the justice he deserved um, you know he will pay for it you know, if you know, whatever beliefs um, people have, people will pay for it. And, you know, it does suck. I wish, you know, he did, you know, stay in prison. But obviously there is racist people who, you know, think that that's okay. And I'm pretty sure they fund it into like a private account or something to, you know, be able to make bail. Because you know, that was like $1 million or something like that. And um, yeah, I guess... It's just white old grandparents who um, taught their kids to also think like them, and it sucks. Yeah, but I, th I feel yeah. like another thing, 
like sometimes <laughs> us trying to support the movement we talk down on our white brothers and sisters too mm -hmm. and like i understand that they are privileged and all but at the same time like there's good and bad of everything mm -hmm. you know and we have to remember to like not feed in into that as well but talking about the leashing and stuff there is um if you guys would like to support there are some pro not protests what are they called petitions Plenty. there are yeah there, petitions. there's some petitions going yeah, on petition. i can maybe hopefully share a link through here can through we? the description yeah okay so we'll share a link through the description if you guys would like to support the petition it's to create justice and categorize the kkk as a you know terrorist Right? Yeah, because they are, and so um, as we all know, it's just crazy that they're not exactly like, like police no don't even. Because they work together. Yeah, you know the, the police don't even like th that's not even a main focus for them, and mm -hmm. it's crazy because they kill millions yeah. of people, and proudly they're not ashamed to to share that. So um, us, we you know we need to speak up and also try to get rid of that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if y'all saw the meme of why did Miley Cyrus yeah. never seen in the room with Hannah Montana. Mm -hmm. It's for the same reason. Um, there's a lot, like the majority is white cops and um, the majority of white cops are probably related or are in the KKK. And that's why they get a lot of uh, away with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, it just is... It just sucks because you know the whole system is um it's all them. <laughs> like mm -hmm. they're the problem. Mm -hmm. They're the ones with the dumb mindset of you know, just trying to be inferior of every other race and yeah. I feel like they do these things because they're scared of us because you know, deep down they know we're more powerful than them because we outnumber them mm -hmm. and, and they don't want us to um, you know over overpower them and for them to lose control over it everything okay guys so we have another sister joining us Perla you want to say hi hi everyone Hello. Um, another thing I want to talk about is uh, mental health because a lot of my friends we went to both protests here in Houston quite a few of my friends you know they didn't make it because they start having like you know anxiety attacks or or stuff like that so I feel like a good way to protect yourself in moments like these because energy is real you know like Right now, the entire world is focused on Black Lives Matter. And so, like for me, I have to mentally prepare myself when I go into any kinds of social media because it's a lot of negativity, a lot of, uh, you know, um, trying to seek justice or, you know, a lot of things like that that I have to literally ground myself before I get on, especially Twitter, uh, a lot of videos, a lot of pictures. Um, 
so good I would say a good way to to ground yourself in moments like these is just to sit in quiet meditate um, breathe slowly focus on your mental health because that matters too and if we go out to the world we go out to protest and our mental state is is not you know grounded we're gonna cause more damage than than good and i want to add on like i have survived being without a phone for two weeks because of a trip that i took but um i just want to normalize that it is okay to just simply not get on any social media at all and just you know be with family with friends self-care day whatever um there's a setting on iphone that you can control like you can set a timer when you lock yourself out of your own apps so i did that because i felt very low energy and i was just crying and i was just feeling very very bad and i was like okay like this is not good it's okay to to know not get on social media like everything that was posted in one day it'll still be there the next day like you i know some people have fomo but Trust me, you're not gonna miss out on anything. You'll catch up, no worry. But yeah. Yeah, talking about that, um, there's this thing that I do every well, well I try to do it once a week. And it's called a dopamine detox, which is a little off subject, but you know, um with the, the dopamine detox I do stay away from my phone for a whole 24 hours and if you guys are interested in that then maybe we can do like another um podcast talking a little bit more mm -hmm. into detail as to what that is and the benefits of you know the detox and how much it can benefit your mental health and spirituality as well and for some like quick in the moment things so some things that like my coworkers who are therapists taught me is whenever like if you're having a panic attack or you know you have anxiety or you're stressed at the moment to help ground yourself really quickly you just need to distract your mind so you can like um chew ice or run your hands through hot or cold water because your mind automatically is like oh hot water like oh cold water and so you're not thinking of it or you can get like those scented um lotions or hand sanitizer hand sanitizers um they have like a strong smell mm -hmm. and like just smell it because you're stimulating other senses so mm -hmm. you're getting your mind off the stuff so that's something quick and easy that you can do um so like you know if you're having a panic attack like just run your hands through cold water or like smell something just to get your senses stimulated to get like your mind off of that. Mm -hmm. you know what's weird now that i walked in and i've heard a little bit of conversation especially when you never you said that energy is real mm -hmm. like obviously duh it is mm -hmm. but for the past one or two three-ish weeks i've been feeling so drained mm -hmm. like so dead and i haven't like been medit meditating or anything mm -hmm. or like helping it so now that i'm hearing all of y'all and like what you just said, what you said, and what Sulema said, and everything, I'm like, <sighs> should've been doing analysis. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've caught myself that, especially in times like these, when the world is literally, the energy is circulating around mm -hmm. one specific, you know, thing, subject, if I don't ground myself in the, in the morning, I'm off the entire day. Yeah, that's me. I've been off for like three weeks, and I'm, I'm like, why don't, why don't I want to talk to people? <laughs> why don't I, like, why don't I care? And I'm like, uh, I've been so drained. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
No, it's sometimes, you know, like taking a shower, grooming ourselves, that comes so natural to us. Um, but we have to remember that taking care of our energy is also, you know, a big part of the self-care. And it's just as important as, you know, washing your hair or taking a shower or eating. If anything, probably more important than anything. So it is definitely something that we should all strive to be better at and try to create, you know, healthy habits and, you know, just do it more often, I guess. No, yeah, and it's like um, Pearl was saying, like, you know, you were feeling drained for like three weeks, but just like hearing us, you know, like it just uplifts your spirit. So sometimes I definitely do encourage everyone to reach out to a friend, you know, mm -hmm. like someone who you know um, shares your same thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, because um, sometimes you do need to talk about it or sometimes you just need to hear one another out and you know times like this you know go go to a black owned uh restaurant Support. or something you know like these are times to you can go hang out with a friend there so mm -hmm. definitely do it i have to go but i'm just oh sorry <laughs> oh no you did go ahead <laughs> okay i have to go but um just like I, I guess my last part is i mean just a reminder that self i mean self-care is super important but also understand that that's our privilege. Like we're so privileged, like I said, we're so privileged to be able to be like, you know what, I'm letting go of social media for mm -hmm. two weeks. Where like, you know, our black friends live this every day and they don't get to shut that out. Mm -hmm. And then I also wanna contradict um, what you guys said about like, I don't see race. I So I hear a lot of people say that with good intentions, but it, it's so important to see race, like to see like, because when people say, I don't see a race, I feel like you're erasing their identity. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to see, I, I mean, I get what you guys are saying. You're saying it as like, you know, it doesn't matter. Your like, heart, the like the way but, you love doesn't mm -hmm. see the race, but yeah. to be aware but of it. But it's so important to, to, know know to be like, to see their race, like to see like who they are, yeah, like their identity. Like, yourself. you know, like you are black and I see that. And I, and and I, I accept it and, and I, I honor your Yeah, but a lot of black people, Oh, oh, I just wanted to mention really quick, like about employment, like a lot of black people advocate to not be asked about their race and ethnicity because a lot of jobs kind of turn them down because they're African-American as to like a white person and a black person fighting for the same job, a corporate uh, yeah. corporation will most likely choose a white person. So, you know, I saw a lot of tweets of black people trying to advocate like, Hey, jobs, you know, why is it so important about ethnicity and race? So I just wanted to comment on how they view mm -hmm. yeah. the race and ethnicity part. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for companies are hard, are different. But um, like there are some like, like there's some white people who are, I don't know, I'm whispering, but whatever, <laughs> that are like, oh, like I'm not racist. Like I don't see color. I'm like, that's not the point. You're racing their identity. Like you're supposed to. Like, if you see a brown person or a black person, you're supposed to, like, you know, I see that you're brown. Like, I see, I, what, I realize that you have experiences that I didn't go through, and I respect and I honor mm -hmm. that. Um, and so, I, I just think that's important. Yeah. But I have to go. Okay. Okay. Well, I just want to um, touch on that, because I'm, I'm going to kind of contradict what she said. Because, uh, uh, it's like she said, like, originally what you guys were saying, that... Mm -hmm. Erasing race, you know, like I and she was saying that it's with good intentions. It's the same thing what she's saying, like that it 
seeing race and embracing it with good intentions. Completely understand that. But I guess um, as per someone like me who has taken anthropology, um, you know that race is man-made. You know, like, it's just, it's more about like your different regions you know we're, we're actually not that far apart you know um race was definitely man-made you know there's if we have to remind ourselves like it's just color because you know like per se there's some hispanics you know there's some dominicans or some like colombians that are dark you know and they get mistaken for um, for black and that's where I think like it's very important to remember that it is racist man-made it's completely man-made and personally me I would like to eliminate it you know because mm-hmm. um, we weren't supposed to be defined like that mm-hmm. um, we we all come from there's multiple regions but there's even way more like like races yeah, you know like and that just that just sucks like how all of a sudden it just got categorized to that yeah you know i couldn't agree more with you like obviously yeah race doesn't matter because like i said before we are all one at the end of the day Mm -hmm. however i definitely see um daniela's point Mm -hmm. what she's trying to say is the reason because race is a thing that we identify as and a thing that men has created because they have created that and it's part of our world it is important to acknowledge the race because you're able to acknowledge that they have either privileges that you don't or they've had experiences that you haven't you know and in a way you realize that yeah they're different but that's not that doesn't necessarily mean that your heart should you know love them and different you know what i mean like i definitely still see where she's coming from yes i wish the world was different but the yes but the i world agree is it, yeah the way it is right now yeah and because of that no know, yeah i completely agree that's what i'm saying like she does um what she point. said came with good intentions you know mm-hmm. what i mean it and it's like you said it's just the times that we live in now yeah that unfortunately race it does exist things. yeah and now this is what we're going through if race didn't exist then we wouldn't be going you know that's that's just it but yeah Yeah. i agree that it was man-made and also just because you know like social classes are are like man-made too you know like the difference between equality and equity you know and a lot of people don't know you know that difference you know equality is like everyone gets the same opportunity and equity is everyone gets the same opportunity but based on their necessities for example like I know this has not too much to focus with black black lives matter um, but there's a lot of you know bad things happening in the world just like the people in Yemen yeah of how like um, I believe it was it's the biggest uh, crisis that, I mean uh, you yeah I know what you're talking about yeah yeah so that situation um I know it's happening right now, you know, along with Black Lives Matter. And it's just like, it just shows how there's just so many things happening around the world. And, you know, in the U.S., you know, obviously, Black Lives Matter is like a more, 
like a more popular thing right now than yamen but that's also like that that saying like black lives matter like we said it's not excluding anyone it's just like putting that focus on and especially because you know that means kind of like police brutality and like google if you google that but i think it means so much more than that so i guess to start wrapping things up um we can share how we can support i would say um use your voice for show yeah mm -hmm. and and start having these uncomfortable conversations with friends family people that have been uh quiet because if we just keep burying this under the rug we're not gonna go anywhere so i would say using your voice that would be something everybody can do to do more you sign petitions donate support black businesses yeah i mean overall just keep the momentum going you know just because the pro like if the protests were to stop today or this week or whatever just because a protest has stopped you mm -hmm. know that doesn't mean that the movement does mm -hmm. so like brianna said just continue to do everything that we have these past two weeks and you know throughout the year yeah also i want to um advocate um you know what y'all all y'all said about you know use your voice and that also means by voting i i'm not sure if the last day of registration was yesterday i think today i think it was today is today oh today oh, okay well i don't know if you're uploading this today but today's the last day to register <laughs> <laughs> say um george floyd's murder would have never been known if um someone wasn't recording him mm -hmm. so um just wanted to say how important it was to just have evidence of it. Uh -huh. and also you know shining light i guess to not light but you know making sure everyone's aware it's not just george floyd's situation it's um brianna taylor uh like all all the black lives that have been lost due to police brutality that have been lost to the higher power because you just you know just because of their skin color and yeah and let's not forget about like all the black lives that have been lost by black people and I know that may be controversial, but at the end of the day, it all starts at home and there is still a lot of black on black crime because, you know, most, because of, you know, like where they're raised and the opportunities that they have, their crime rates are a lot higher because maybe they aren't as privileged as many other people. No, but yeah, just keep the fire going, keep fueling that fire. And even if you and just stay woke. Yeah. Even if you don't share on your social media, 
or someone doesn't share, that doesn't mean that they're not helping. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. that. That's a big thing. Um, you can do a lot of things behind and instead of showing the entire world what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I appreciate from one of my friends that she's she took care of her mental health and she's like, don't be afraid to take a day to go to the park or go mm-hmm. to the river or something because even though the the whole social media is is being revolved around um, Black Lives Matter. Like, don't be afraid to post that, you know, you're taking care of your mental health. And and I'll admit that whenever I went to San Marcos for the weekend, I was low-key kind of nervous to post that I was in the river. But, you know, after I saw that, after I saw her post, it gave me comfort to like, I'm doing the absolute best that I can, you know? I'm, I don't have to show everybody exactly what I'm doing because I, I know what I'm doing and I'm, 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 you know, I'm trying to spread the word and take care of my mental health as well. Yeah, there's a lot of things that people can do behind closed doors. So definitely don't attack anyone if you do not know 100%. Your situation. Yeah, because I, I know a lot of friends who have not been posting, but I know them personally and they have been signing petitions, they have been donating. <laughs> And they don't have to post screenshots of their donations, uh-huh. you know, like, but if you do, and I completely understand because it's like, keep, keep spreading the word, keep mm-hmm. encouraging, you know, all that, of course, but just remember there is another side and there's our people who are doing it behind the screens. Mm-hmm. So this, this isn't the time to attack. This just isn't the time it's to the attack. It's the time to unite. That's what, yeah. that's what the higher power wants us to do is to attack each other. But anyways, any last words ladies support your black brothers and sisters yes pumpkins and yes. <laughs> local shops yeah i'm gonna my one of my um one of my friends i graduated um massage therapy school with her and she just opened up her like mini spa and um i'm gonna go and get a massage by her on friday yeah, so I'll, I mean, she doesn't know that we're doing this podcast, but I will put her details on the description below. That way you guys can check her out. But um, yeah, I think that's it. We we love all, all of our black friends and families and we admire you. We see you. We hear you. You know, I may not be the same skin color as you, but I'm fighting for you. Our black community is is beautiful, powerful, magical. And we stand with you. We stand with you.